0: it's time to elevate your snacking game with wonderful pistachios. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Your girl is a homebody. So one of the best parts of the day for me is when I can come home, put on my comfy pajamas, get snuggled up on the couch and enjoy something to drink while catching up on a TV show. The thing is though, that I don't want to drink wine all the time because though I love it, I'm no longer a huge wine drinker like I was back in the day. I have morning headaches and even inflammation to thank for that. So to help fill that gap, I've been enjoying Recess Mood as a guilt-free way to unwind. Recess Mood really is a vibe, y'all. There are only 20 calories per serving, no added sugar, and it's infused with stuff I like, including mood-lifting magnesium and stress-balancing adaptogens, which really helps me to relax after a high-energy day. Recess Mood has four delicious flavors to choose from. My personal fave is strawberry rose. If one of your goals in 2024 is to drink less alcohol this is the way give recess mood a try today and see how relaxed it helps you feel you deserve a healthier way to unwind head to com forward slash self-care and get 15 off recess mood your go-to alcohol replacement hey hey welcome back to the brown girl self-care podcast a space where the healing liberation and well-being of black women is centered and prioritized. My name is Bree Mitchell and I am not only the host of the show, I'm also the founder of Brown Girl Self-Care as well as a self-care advocate. Here, I share tips, thoughts, and conversations that are cultivated to pour into your self-care cup. I'm so glad you're here. Let's go ahead and get into today's episode. Hey, what's going on? Happy Monday. I'm so, so glad to be in the quote-unquote studio recording this episode. Um, Really, girl, I ain't got no studio. This is my bedroom. But, um, yeah, so either way, I'm just glad to be recording this podcast episode because I want to start talking about, you know, when I... I, So, let me try this again. See, sometimes I... Try to say things, and my lips are moving faster than my brain, so I have to pause for a second. Um, I want to talk about not being swayed in your decisions. I want to talk about not not flip flopping and and being swayed, easily swayed in your decisions. Okay. I'm on this self care journey, and um, and by the way, if you can hear my child calling out and cussing folk out in the background. That's because she's playing COD, uh Call of Duty, and um it's above me now. She's she's she has um been claimed by Call of Duty. So I don't I don't know. Um but I want to talk about being easily swayed. And this is a real talk conversation for me because this is me in a nutshell sometimes. And so First of all, I want to say that I'm going to do my best to once per month or once every couple of months make a podcast episode about one thing that I've learned about myself or something that I've already known about myself but want to work on um, or sit with a little bit or reflect on. If that makes any sense, in case you can relate, it resonates with you, and you can also do some soul searching and growing as well and elevating, right? Because self-care for me is is uh, several things, but it also includes just like feeling safe enough to expand and and take up more space and grow and develop. So, you know, I want to have this conversation with you. Now, if you are never easily swayed, you may still be able to, you know, resonate with what I'm about to say. But this is like real talk, right? As an entrepreneur slash solopreneur, (laughs) let me tell you something. It's hard out in them entrepreneur streets. Baby, let me tell you, it is not a game. If someone sold you the dream that being an entrepreneur is living the life of Riley, then they lied. It's a whole scam. I'm going to tell you right now. Just because I don't work a nine to five anymore doesn't mean that now, you know, I'm eating Lucky Charms every day, picking out all the marshmallows and, um, you know, just sitting on a pile of cash like Scrooge McDuck. While I ride my unicorn into the office, that's just not how this works, okay? And I would love because I know some of us out there that are listening or some of you out there that are listening to me, you have dreams and aspirations of being an entrepreneur of creating and selling your your selling the things that you create or building a business and building a legacy, building an empire, right? And I I always knew that I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I know I'm taking a whole nother lane to this story. Just, you know, if you've been a listener, you know how I get. But I always knew that I wanted to be an entrepreneur. Or I should say at least for the last, mm, I would say maybe over 20 years. 20, 25 years possibly. Yeah, about 25 years. I knew I wanted to be like an entrepreneur. And I had just been trying child I was trying all kinds stuff, all kinds of stuff to be an entrepreneur but um I share that because I think one of the challenges that I had was it was hard for me to make decisions and then stick with them and as an entrepreneur you do need to know how and when to pivot absolutely but I feel like for me, I also need to know when to stand in my decision and when to stand in my truth. Win, lose, or draw, right? Or win, lose, or fail. And really, as an entrepreneur, even though we fail sometimes and those fails hurt like a mug, um, they're lessons. It's not really a fail. It's re- I mean, it feels like a fail. Don't get it twisted. But it's really not a fail. It's a lesson. It's a way to, you know... Go higher the next time you learn something and you and you take that information or that you know what you gleaned from that that fail quote unquote fail and you you do better the next time or you you learn from it, you know what I mean, but just kind of sitting with some things so i I'm a part of in a um I'm in a mastermind, and this mastermind is no joke it ain't for punks <laughs> it ain't for punks, okay. Listen, I'm paying some money, money to be a part of this mastermind. And I'm thankful, though, because even though I feel that I am very self-aware, there are still some things I've allowed to kind of like sit below the surface and not necessarily address, you know. Um, But this mastermind is pulling a lot out of me in a good way, in a good way. And so. Really, what I what I kind of sat with for the last few weeks, and this is not something new that I didn't already know, but I really sat with it today after a conversation that I had with one of my fellow mastermind members shout out to Angela and um, we were talking about something and oh, I was talking about the podcast. I was talking about the podcast and I was like, oh yeah, I gotta I gotta go record the podcast. I'm going to be recording on dot, 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 but before that, we had been having a conversation about something, um, self-care related and how I wasn't going to be killing myself to do this self-care virtual retreat and shout out to everyone that has purchased their ticket, by the way, for this self-care virtual retreat, it's going to be on August 29th and 30th. This is going to be my very first time doing this. So, um, I'm just very excited, and I can't wait to see what it looks like year after year. So if you're going to this event, and this is the inaugural event, sis, thank you for rolling with me and, and, and understanding that I'm learning through this whole process, and um, I'm just very excited. I'm just excited to see Brown Girl Self-Care grow and see this summit grow, or this virtual retreat grow. Anyway, um, but I was talking about how I'm not going to kill myself over this retreat, because y'all, I'm doing all the things. When you are, and this is what I was saying, like being a solopreneur is a scam. And I'm saying that in jest, obviously, because I, I wouldn't necessarily have it any other way other than having a team. But <laughs> um, it's hard, y'all. It's hard. Okay. Please hear me when I tell you that it, it's not easy. It's not. There is so much involved and you have to have, above all else, the mindset. You got to have the mindset to be able to do it, to be able to keep going when ain't nothing going right, to be able to to try again, to be able to, you know, just be creative and and put all your ideas together and be able to learn and be able to listen and and sit at someone else's knee and, and humble yourself. Put your ego to the side. But at the same time, they're pumping you up too. It, it's just a, re- it's, it's weird because on the one hand, that one person in the, in, in the mastermind, like I've, this has happened several times, but on the one hand we're talking and that person that I'm, I'm trying to learn from, you know, I, I have to be humble, you know, and they're, t- and they're breaking me down. But then in the next sentence, they're like, but girl, do you know who you are? You, you're a brown girl self-care. You have this amazing platform and people look up to you. So it's just it's just an interesting dynamic. But I'm so thankful for it. But what I was sitting with is the fact that I just just kind of, I well, I'll tell you why in a minute. But the challenge that I I have and that really kind of came to the forefront over these last few weeks is Um, just going whichever way the wind blows, just going whichever way the wind blows. And maybe that's not quite fair. Maybe that's not a hundred percent true, but how about this? It's me having an idea to do one thing and then someone will come along and they'll be like, Bree, you need to do dot, dot, dot. And before I've even had a chance to think about it or really process it, i will be like, oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, I should do that. Okay, I, yeah, I'm going to do that. This totally sounds like me. Oh, yeah, I'm going to do that. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I need to go ahead and do that. You know, I'm I'm not going to do that thing that I was thinking about. I, I'm going to do what you said because, yeah, that makes sense. Girl, make it make sense. I know somebody out there is listening to this and saying that's me. And I'm telling you right now, girl, make it make sense. Okay? Because it's one thing for someone to to have an idea I mean, they're all ideas, but it's one thing for you to take their what they're saying under advisement and then making a decision versus someone just saying something. And instead of really processing it, you just, you're like, yeah, automatic, yes. Automatic, yes. And I think for me, after sitting with that, I would say, I think there's a little, there probably is a little bit of people pleasing in there. Actually, no, let me own what I'm saying. There's some people pleasing in that. But then there's also this notion that I don't always fully walk in the authority that I have. And I feel like other people's suggestions make more sense than mine do. So it's like an automatic yes. Like, oh yeah, I'm going to do that. Oh yeah, I'm going to do that. And Hear me when I say that the ideas and suggestions that they have, it's its not it's not about their idea and suggestion. OK, I want to make sure that I make that very clear because it can be absolutely profound and phenomenal and wonderful and life sustaining. I'm not saying that. Right. I'm just saying that I'm just so quick to pivot sometimes. Not all the time, but but sometimes I'm very quick to pivot without giving my giving myself a chance to process and really, you know, figure out what direction do I really want to go in? Because no, it, it doesn't matter what anyone else says at the end of the day. They're not me. They're not living my life. They're not in my situation. They don't know everything about my brand. They're making a suggestion. They're giving me an idea. Same goes for you. And, and you don't even have to be an entrepreneur. I'm just giving you like a life lesson, period based on my experience, right? It could be a friend, friends that mean well. And they're like, and you're, and you're like, um, let's say, for example, you're like, um, oh, girl. So you, you have in your mind that you want to go back to school so you can, um, you want to go to culinary school so you can be a chef, like a five-star chef. Is that what they're called? All I see is like, Chef Ramsay yelling at people on Hell's Kitchen, so I don't know what their titles are. But you want to go to culinary school. And so you are are with your friends, and you mention it, and your one, fr- one friend is like, Ooh, girl, no, what you should do, because you have kids, is go and get your daycare license. So you can, you know, watch other people's kids while you keep your kids at home. And you're like, yeah, girl. You know what? You're right. I I shouldn't be a, a a chef. I need to go ahead and just get a daycare license. And you just are you just so quick to pivot based on one on someone's suggestion, right? But I'm here to tell you that God gave you authority over your life. Number one, and number two, He's created and crafted you so exceptionally well and and so brilliantly that you have these thoughts for a reason and it's not to say that your girlfriend doesn't mean the best for you because of course she does because we're we are we 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 only keeping people that have our backs in our inner circles right people that care for us in our inner circles people that um support us in our inner circles right so it's not that she doesn't love you it, it's not that she doesn't care about you of course she does she wants the best for you but it's your life to live and you can take the opinions and advice of other people under counsel, especially if these are people that you trust, but at the when it's all said and done, I hate that saying. At the end of the day, I try so hard not to say it, but I almost said it. When it's all said and done, this is your life, sis. This is your life. The only things you need to consider, obviously, uh, if you are booed up, you know what I'm saying. You should be having conversations with with your partner. Um, But the only other consideration that I would say is, ultimately, what does God say when you're in prayer time, when you're in quiet time, when you're meditating? Like, what is is God saying to your spirit? Lean into that more and trust yourself more. Right. Okay. so what do Gail Anderson, Oprah Winfrey and Big Boy have in common? These are three people in media who back in the day showed me that my dreams were possible. These visionaries paved the way for me to take a huge chance on myself by sharing my voice in the podcasting space. Black representation in media didn't happen by chance. We had to fight for the right to be heard, to be seen, to share our stories, and to take up space. Imagine if you could have some of the power, richness, and depth of the Black experience in one curated space. You can The next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, and empowerment, as well as perspective of the culture in real time. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. Conversations ranging from Abbott Elementary to mental health to Tracy Ellis Ross, There is no limit to the range you will find on Black Stories, Black Truths. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. It's okay to be skeptical and to question things that don't quite sound true. Like the time that I was dating someone that was trying to earn cool points, so told me he liked every single TV show that I did, but then couldn't tell me any of the names of the characters on these shows he claimed to love. Like, seriously? Lean into that and trust yourself more. So I'll tell you three things that I want to share with you that hopefully will help you. Um, I'm grabbing my paper here. I'm trying not to make too much crinkly noise. <laughs> um, three things that I would ask you to do before you just automatically just change your whole direction. Right. That's like you having a trip. Now that I think about it, that's like you having a trip planned for Vegas. You've rented the car. Your bags are packed. You got your hair freshly braided. You got your outfits for Vegas weather. You know in Vegas is hot and dry. So you got your cute little shorts and your tank tops and your flip flops and all that. You know what I mean? You, you ready, ready. You got your snacks because you're going to do a road trip. You got your favorite snacks. You ready to go. You headed out the door and your friend calls and she's like, oh girl, um, don't go to Vegas. You should go to Florida. Completely in the opposite direction from where you are <laughs> right now. So now you're not driving, you got to book a plane, or excuse me, a plane. You got to book your um, your um, airplane tickets, I mean, your flight tickets. Now you got to get a different hotel and like change your wardrobe because now you need all the bikinis and different things. And it's like, girl, you were just on your way to Vegas. You had everything solid, booked, ready to go. You was on your way out the door. But with no hesitation, you took someone else's advice without considering what you really want and what you really need and what you feel is best for you. Sometimes I get into these rooms with people and I feel like they are smarter than I am or they as far as like they've been doing it longer. They've been doing it longer, so their their word is like, Gold, you know what I mean? But I I have to remember who I am. And I have to remember how amazing I am. And I have to remember how I was able to get myself from point A to point B on my own or with with my decisions and my efforts. And again, not to say that you shouldn't take things, you know, under consideration. Please hear me when I say that's not what I'm saying. But I feel like we lose a part of ourselves every time we just pivot on demand and, and, and just go with the flow and whatever someone suggests because, you know, you feel like they are uh, in a higher position than you are. Hopefully that's making sense because we do need guidance. We do, we do need support. But you also need to be able to get to a place where you're, you're choosing their answers for the right reason, that's all I'm trying to say. You're, you're going with their flow for the right reasons. So if I could give you three things to consider to do the next time you're kind of faced with this, if, if this is you, if I'm talking directly to you, three simple things. Okay? Number one, I would say pause. Like someone has said something and if your automatic reaction is like, oh, yeah, I should do that. I'm going I'm to do that. I'm going to do that, girl. No, no, <laughs> no. I'm yelling. Pause. Okay. Don't you say a word. Pause. We are so quick to fill them spaces with words. Okay. It's okay to pause. It's okay to not give an automatic answer. It's okay for there to be silence in between the last sentence and yours. Pause. Don't offer yourself up so quickly. Okay? When you pause, that's going to lead you to number two, which is think. It's going to give you a moment or to think. Think about it. And what you may want to do is say, Oh, you know what? Thank you so much. I'm going to hit the pause button and think about that. And I'll get back to you tomorrow. Give yourself at least 24 hours, or I'm going to think about that and get back to you next week if you need more time. You know what I'm saying? Or pause and think and and say, you know, I'm going to take that under advisement. You don't have to give an answer in this conversation. So I want you to pause, tell them that you're pausing, and then really take some time to think about it. You owe it to yourself to think about how these uh, how this advice is going to sh- possibly shift the narrative of what you are trying to do. And again, I'm, I, hear me when I say I'm not saying the advice necessarily is wrong, but you got to be able to think how can you commit to something if you haven't had a chance to think it through. So you need to think about it. Need to get quiet. And if these and the and the bigger the decision is, or the bigger the this pivot's gonna be, you know, it means you might have to turn your phone off, silence your notifications, turn the TV off, go to your quiet place and really think about it, journal about it, pray about it, talk it out with yourself, have a whole conversation with yourself, sis, if you need to. I talk to myself all the time. Right? And then finally, number three, commit. Commit. Either you're going to say yes to their advice or you're going to say no. But what I have come to find is the times that I did not pause and think things through before I just went with their suggestion and I just committed with a yes, or sometimes committed by saying, just no, you know, either way I, I, some, I regret it because when I said yes, and then after I, ta- after I took the pause, like, so I committed <laughs> and I'm like, Oh yeah, I'm going to do that. <laughs> that sounds great. I'm going to do that. Then I paused and thought about it overnight and I'm like, Oh crap. Now I got to say no. Or when I was like, oh, no, I'm not going to do that. Oh, girl, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> and after I commit to the no, then I pause and think about it. I'm like, oh, shoot, I should have told them yes. And now it's too late because they because t- I said no. And they've already moved on to something. Else. You know what I'm saying? So regardless of what you're committing to, you want to have a sense of like you, you want to make your decisions from a, from a place of empowerment, not just like a flip floppy, depending on which way the wind blows kind of, you know, situation. You are making some very important decisions. And these decisions need to be made from a place of power and authority and commitment, right? And you comprehending the full effect, the full weight of your decision. So, again, pause Think. Commit. Pause. Think. Commit. That is definitely something that I am trying my best to do more of. And I feel like when I do this, it will help save me from a world of trouble. Because if I would have taken those three steps on many of the decisions I've made in the last few years, um, I don't know. I mean, obviously, I don't know what the future could have held. There's really no way to possibly know that. But I feel like I could have saved myself a lot of stress and grief. And not instead of just like, you know, because what do you do if like three people tell you to do three different things? And you're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do that. And then the next person you're talking to them, talking to them about something like, oh, girl, no, you should do this. And then you're like, oh, yeah, I should do that. I mean, how stable do you feel when you're kind of like flip flopping around? It's just not for me. Anyway, it's not a very good feeling, and I don't feel empowered when I do that. So, again, just me just being fully transparent about just my growth and my self-care and my development as a uh, black woman, as a woman, as a mom, as an entrepreneur. um, I just, I really know that I, I need to make better decisions. Or I need to have a process where I can I continue to make better decisions. If that makes sense. So hopefully that helped. Hopefully you were picking up what I'm laying down. I love to say that so much. I don't even know where that came from. Picking up what I'm laying down. Is that the rock? No, we smell what he's cooking. That's what he says. I don't know where that came from. Anyway, um... So, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up. I hope you found this episode helpful. I do want to shout out again that on August 29th and 30th we are having the Brown Girl Self-Care virtual retreat. Go to um, browngirlselfcare.com and click that shop button and get your ticket. Prices go up on the 15th. Have some amazing speakers in the house. We are going to be getting to where the self-care and healing resides. And I'm just very excited for this very for this very for my very first event of this type of this caliber. I'm doing my very best to put this all together, and um, honestly, with that, I, well, that was going to be another podcast episode, but I guess I will just say that just even doing this has been eye opening because it's it's not easy to coordinate something when you're doing everything pretty much by yourself. So um, maybe I'll talk about that experience at another time. I don't know. But all that to say that just even now more than ever, my self-care is, it has to be like crucial. It's like a, it has to be a top priority for me. It has to be a top priority for me because it doesn't make sense for me to kill myself um, to put on a virtual, (laughs) like summit type conference retreat. You know what I mean? It like, it it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. So, yeah, it don't make sense. <laughs> so in any case, that's it for this week's episode. I'm so glad that you were able to hear hear my, a little bit of my story, hear a piece of my heart, hear um, how I am growing and evolving and changing and expanding in these self-care streets. That is it for this week's episode of the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast. I will see you next Monday. Have a blessed week.